Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Mental Mama. Thanks for tuning in today. Um, This topic um, is kind of one that's really close and dear to me. Um, It's one that I've struggled with. And after talking to a lot of my friends and um, just seeing the way things have been going for everybody, um, I feel like a lot of people are struggling right now with this topic. So I wanted to kind of talk about it just from my perspective of having a mental illness and also just kind of want to talk to you guys and see, you know, if maybe if you're struggling with this as well, um, maybe this will kind of help you and ease some of your um, fears and worries, I guess. So basically, um, most of you know that um, I have struggled with anxiety and depression pretty much most of my life. Um, I even remember being a kid struggling with um, a lot of depression. Anxiety kind of came after I had kids, I think. Um, I think anxiety was probably still there in my younger years, but it really kind of progressed after I had children, I think, with all the wonderful hormones that go along with having um, pregnancies and everything else. It just kind of shakes up things. So, Um, I guess when my youngest son was about six months old, I got on Zoloft for the first time. And I remember um, sitting in my kitchen crying um, hysterically, looking at my husband um, and just not knowing what was wrong with me. Why was I crying? Why did I feel this way? Um, I just knew I needed to go to the doctor. Like I just was tired of feeling like this. So... um, so I went to the doctor and I told her, I said, I just, I, I need to get on something. I'm, I just, I'm feeling out of control and this and that. So I got put on Zoloft and I stayed on Zoloft for about two and a half, three years. And then at that point, my kids were a little bit older and I felt like, um, I kind of got a control of my anxiety and depression a little bit. Um, and then it kind of just really turned into more of like, hormonal thing um and it was like when I would get my period I would literally feel like I wanted to I don't know strangle somebody (laughs) I would look at my husband and I'm like I I could strangle you right now and I think that's a bad thing and so maybe we I should go and talk to my doctor about this so we talked I talked to my doctor and you know we both agreed that I probably didn't need Zoloft. I needed something else and to try something else. And I went through a few different medicines and they didn't really work. And I just didn't like the side effects. And, you know, the side effects were you just kind of felt like a zombie or it would take away your sex drive or you, you know, didn't feel like eating or you, you know, it was just a lot of different things. And it it just felt like those medicines were having, giving me more problems then they were helping. So then my doctor actually suggested I try Prozac, a very low dose of Prozac to help with my hormonal imbalances. And it was act, it was just a game changer for me. Like it really, it just flipped a switch in me for sure. And ever since then, I have been a big proponent of Prozac for sure. Um, if you are one of my friends, I have probably like suggested, Hey, why don't you try Prozac? Um, because I honestly believe it is like one of the best things that has kept me going all of these years, um, and helped me feel normal again. So, um, I have been on Prozac. I take Prozac every day. There was a time period about, 
um, I guess it's three or four years ago now. And my kids, like I said, are getting older and I'm feeling better and I'm working out and I'm eating right and I'm got friends and I'm, you know, doing things since life is going around long, just dandy. And, um, and I thought, you know what? And I, my prescription ran out and I was like, you know what? I don't need it. I'll just not take it anymore. I think I'm fine. And I thought, you know what? I'm old. I, I'm good. I don't need that anymore. I don't need the medicine. I can handle this and do this on my own. So that's what I thought. And for two weeks, I didn't take my medicine. And um, it was horrible. It was terrible. It. I cried. I got depressed. I wanted to leave my husband. I wanted to crawl out of my skin. I could not do anything. It was an utter disaster. And I remember laying, sitting there talking to my husband, once again, crying and saying, I've been off my medicine for two weeks. And he literally looked at me. He's like, this is not a good idea. And I was like, I know. So called the doctor immediately and got back on my medicine. And within a week, I was probably much better. And it made me sad because that was the point I had to realize that I actually needed medicine to survive, to live my days. And that is a really hard pill to swallow, pun intended. Um, To know that you actually need something in order to feel normal is hard. It's, it's, it's degrading. It makes you feel like you're not a strong person, that you have this weakness, that there's something wrong with you. It, it just, that notion that you can't do it on your own is so horrible. Um, and I just remember that was just so hard for me to get over. And it took a little while and it took some processing and it took some talking and it, and then it, it just kind of came to me of like, I'm much better person when I'm taking my medicine. I'm much better mom. I'm a much better friend. I'm a much better wife. Um, I need this medicine in order to be this way. And I, I don't want the alternative. I don't want the crazy girl running around trying to figure out where her shoes are and and any of that. And I don't want that. But that whole stigma that I will be on medicine for the rest of my life is so hard. Um, and I'm sure there are some of you out there who also have illnesses. You also take medicine for whatever reason, for hormones, for, you know, your crazy periods, for anything. And I think we all have this fear, this stigma surrounding it of, you know, what are people going to think of me? What are people, you know, going to think when they find out I take medicine? And no, I shouldn't tell people that I take medicine because if I say I take medicine, then there's something wrong with me. And I think this goes to more than just women. I think it's men too. And I think men actually have a worse stigma surrounding taking medicine for depression or anxiety or whatever mental illness they're suffering with because they're men. They're supposed to be this strong you know, nothing's supposed to bother them, head of the household, like, you know, men. And it's, they have a more of a harder time, I think, with it of, you know, being able to openly say, yeah, I'd have to take medicine because I suffer with depression or I suffer with whatever, you know, whatever is going on in men. I think they have a harder time 
um, you know, being able to openly say that they have to take a medicine for this or for that. Um, and I think it's sad. I think it's so sad that we have this stigma. This medicine just makes us feel better and feel normal. And it makes us be able to do things that we normally couldn't do. And does that make us a weaker person? I don't think so. I actually, I think it makes you a stronger person. I think you have to be a strong person to admit that, yes, there is something that is wrong with me. And, and that makes me different. But it could make a better version of you, you know, and, and you could be a kinder person, a more understanding person, a sympathetic person. I think you can um, have a better, better time, like helping people and understanding how, where people are coming from. Like, I talk to people all the time. And, you know, you ask them, how's it going? And be like, Oh, well, it's this, it's that I'm struggling with this. And I'm like, Yeah, I hear you. I feel you. You should, you know, go do this, take some time for yourself. I'm a much understanding person and telling people, just rest, enjoy it, you know, like just take some time for yourself, be there for yourself. So I think accepting that I'm different, accepting that I have to take this medicine in order to function as a normal person, I think makes me a better person. I think it makes me a stronger person. And I kind of relate it to, you know, people who are addicts, people who are addicted to drugs, alcohol, chocolate, whatever you're addicted to, because there are people mention addicts, and they immediately think of drug addicts or alcoholics, but people can be addicted to all kinds of things. So, you know, whatever you have, these people who are addicted to whatever they have, they have, they can't get any better. What's the saying, the AA saying, and, you know, you can't, you can't start to heal until you admit that you are powerless, you know, that you have no power over this illness. I think it's the same thing for mental illness. Like you have no power over this. There's nothing you can really do to change the, um, the, you know, way your brain processes things and the way your emotions are handled. And I think, you know, with an addict, they have to accept help. They have to understand that they can't do it on their own. In order for them to fight this disease, they have to admit they're powerless and and ask for help and get help from otherwhere. And I think it's the same thing with mental illness. Once you finally accept that, okay, I need some extra help that doesn't make me a weak person, that doesn't make me an incapable person. It just means I need a little extra help. And once you get that help, you're going to be amazing. You're going to be able to deal with things better. You're going to be able to be a better friend and a better mom or dad or sister, brother, whatever the case may be, that you can be a better person if you take this pill. I think that's amazing. And I think that's not, that shouldn't be considered a bad thing. You know, and I have friends and, and, you know, who struggle with, you know, depression or anxiety and, you know, just life in general, especially these days with COVID. I mean, there's, I talk to so many people more now who stress that they're anxious. They are so much more anxious now because of everything that has happened this past year with COVID, with the presidency, with Black Lives Matter, with 
everything that is going on in our world today that makes things so that it's not in control and that we have no idea what really is going to happen, it makes us anxious. And instead of suffering in silence with your anxiousness and trying to fix it on your own, you know, reach out, just say, you know what, I'm struggling with this and I need a little extra help. And that's okay. Maybe you don't need it forever. Maybe you're not like me and you need it for the rest of your life. And that's great. But don't be afraid to take it and don't be afraid for the stigma. And don't be afraid like, oh, I have to tell people I take medicine now. That's the other thing I deal with all the time is every time you go to a doctor, doesn't matter what kind of doctor you are, a general practitioner, an eye doctor, a, you know, dentist, any kind of doctor you go to, the one of the first questions they ask you is, what type of prescription medicines are you taking? What type of medicines are you taking every day? And every time I have to tell them I'm taking my Prozac. And, you know, at first I remember I was just nervous and scared and it was just like, I kind of like would put my head down and not look at them and be ashamed that I have to say that I have to take medicine. But then I realized like, I shouldn't be ashamed because I take medicine. I should be proud that I reached out for help, that I said, you know what, I can't do this on my own. And I want to be a better person. I want to be better for myself, for my kids, for my husband. And so I am taking this medicine so I can be here, so I can be healthier, so I can be better. And so it took a while. um, But now when I say it, I say it with pride. And I'm like, yep, I take my my Prozac every day. So that way I can, you know, do with the things that I need to do. And nine times out of 10, most likely the nurse who's there is just like, I hear you. I'm right there with you. You know, yep, take it too. Or yep, I'm on this for my stuff. And, you know, and the more we talk about it, the more we realize that we're not alone in this. You're not the only one that's taking medicine. You're not the only one that needs this extra help, especially now in these days and times of COVID and and, and everything else that's going crazy. So I think, you know, it stinks because of the stigma. But I think once you get over that and say, you know what, it's going to make me a better person and I'm going to be a better person, a better friend, a better whatever, because I'm going to take it, I think that makes it a little bit easier. And the more we share with each other, the more we normalize taking this medicine, I think helps everybody to know that it don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't be shy. Don't be scared. Like we all need help at some point or another in our lives. And I think that if it just gives you that little bit of power and a little bit of that control to know that you have that over your illness, that, yeah, I suffer from this illness, but I'm doing something about it. I'm getting it fixed. I'm making a change. And I think that gives me some kind of a little advantage over it, knowing that I still have the upper hand. I still am in control of my illness and what I choose to do with it. And what I choose to do is to help myself so I can help others. And that's what I have done. So for those of you out there who are struggling with anxiety, who are struggling with whatever kind of mental issues you have going on, please know you are not alone. And please know that 
there are so many out there and so many people who are would be uh, glad to help you, would be glad to talk to you. Um, please reach out to them. Please reach out to your doctors and just tell them how you're feeling. It's, it's not anything to be embarrassed about. And it's just like when we get a headache... You take medicine for your head, and nobody cares if you take medicine for your head. Nobody's like, oh, you took ibuprofen? That's pretty, that's crazy. Nobody's going to say that, you know? So why should we say something about taking something for our mental illness? Like, we're helping our brain. We're helping our body. And so that's what I hope people to get to. And I hope you, if you're struggling with this, you will feel like, okay, yeah, she's right. Like, I shouldn't feel ashamed. I shouldn't feel scared or nervous you know, take back your mental illness, be, take back the power, have the power of it and know that you're not alone. You're not the only one who's taking this medicine. So if you're struggling today, I hope you hear this and I hope you reach out and I hope you feel a little bit stronger today, knowing that you are taking back your, your strength, your power. Um, please share this with everybody else. Um, please share this with anybody, you know, who's struggling because I know there's several people out there. There's so many people out there that need help. So please share this with everybody. And again, go to my Facebook page or my Instagram page and leave, leave a comment. Or if you have a question about anything, please just reach out. And I hope everybody has a great day. Bye, guys.